welcome back to another episode of the Rick and Danny Show. Hey, Rick. What's happening? Knock, knock. Who's there? Razor. Razor who? Razor glass to a new year. Hey! All right. <laughs> I think she might enjoy that more than any of the other jokes. Here you go, Brenna. Cheers. Cheers, one. Brenna. Happy New Year, everyone. Rick just pretended that was a shot of anything. Rick needs another cold brew. January. <laughs> I need another cold brew, exactly. <laughs> Do need that. I think I surprised Brenna with that one. That was a good one. Thank you. Your delivery is getting better, I think. Your comfort level is through, yeah. is through the roof. I've been yeah. watching a lot of YouTube lately, Rick. Oh, God. A dad joke? That could go a lot <laughs> a different way. No, directions. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> what? <laughs> It helps with the delivery. <laughs> studying studying other professional podcasters. Are you taking acting classes? <laughs> this is I acting. Wish, I I've been we studying. Like so bad right now. You should probably take some Im- improv classes, you know? Yes and. Well, I, yeah. You never I say no. Everything you respond to should be yes and. One day we're just going to get an invite to the yes. first improv show. Oh, no, no. Front no. row seats. No, no, no. That would go. Give me a place. Go, go into the doctor. <laughs> Give me an object. Tire iron. All right, Danny, go. There are a number of doctors that try to do improv or comedy, stand-up comedy. Yeah. Have they got this practice or just in general? No, generally. I've heard of like some ER doctors trying to do it. I think a lot of doctors are trying to get out of medicine. They think they're funny. I think a lot. Listen, bro. (laughs) Listen, I know I'm funny. (laughs) I don't know if I'm funny, but I was was voluntold I needed to do this podcast, okay? This was... This was not this bread. Was your idea. And, yeah, this and was now not, you love it. This was not bread out of me <laughs> saying, you know who should get on air and, and broadcast to the masses? Yeah, that never, those words never came yeah, out of mind. It came naturally no. to you, Rick. You know, we had Natural. our, we had our, um, I had our preliminary meeting with our ad agency for our commercials. Oh, okay. And so they're going through a pitch, and I just like word vomited one of them. I was like, oh yeah, Rick will be great for that. Ooh. And they're like, do you just volunteer casting? I was like, yeah, that's kind of just what I do. Is this the first no. time he heard of this? Yes. yes. <laughs> Everything in this <laughs> shaken company. Rick will be great for him. Uh, Rick, you're going to be on uh, Fox News. I think we have enough coming up soon. We're good. Yeah. Enough commercials with you in them? No, just in general. I think. No, we need well, I think if we do any appearances, no, we, don't. we don't need them. We'll do it together, Rick. So you don't feel like the only one. You just want to do it, though. <laughs> yeah. This is like your dream. It's not my dream, no. Danny, we already, but we know. Loves the, Danny loves the camera. We already met <laughs> and the camera loves Danny. We already, met, no your hero. We already, already met your hero, Kevin MD. Yeah, and that's so true. Now we're that's gonna have, true. Pretty soon it's going to... We can invite him back on. Pretty soon the Rick and Danny year. show, I'm going to be kicked off. I can already... I'm just waiting. No, one of these there's days, no one else. One one of these, no that, one else. That, would, that would make you too happy if we can't have that. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to show up to the studio and there's going to be a sign on the door that's going to be like... Seats taken. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, yep, sorry, buddy. Who no. could replace you? Literally anyone. No. I tried, but Rick and Danny sounded the best together. That's why you. Yeah. That's why you guys are here. Rolls off the tongue. Yep. I don't know if it does. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? Um, I other show, it. Rick and Morty, or something? Is Rick that, and Morty. That's what it always comes up when I search our name. It's, it's like it's Morty. never Rick and Danny show. It's always Rick and Morty. Yeah, so maybe we'll get maybe some listeners. Maybe we should have an animated show. Yeah, or maybe we'll get some listeners that think they're going to click on. They click on Rick and Morty, but accidentally yeah. they clicked on Rick and Danny. Yep. 
Very different content. Danny. Very is different it, content. Is it though? I don't know. I've never listened. I've to never it. seen Rick and Morty. You never watched Rick and Morty? Nope. Nope. Is that a Boston thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Thank you. See, no, I've, I've loosened no, up for 2023. That was funny. <laughs> All right. Rick, stop 20? drinking. I might have started. <laughs> yeah, what's in your coffee? <laughs> 2023, the year of Danny. This is his year. Seinfeld reference. Right. I like it. You like that? I like yeah. it. Maybe we'll have you in all the commercials this year. Just do the opposite of whatever. <laughs> hey, whatever if you want. If you want. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> whatever your natural instinct is, just do the opposite, Danny. Okay. Things are working good. out great. That sounds good. <laughs> opposite day. Hethel, I got some bad news. <laughs> I'm going to be on the road. We're taking this no. on the road. <laughs> she, she does sigh whenever I say I've got a podcast recording. <laughs> But she thinks for some reason that we go that's like longer si- than the work day, which we don't. That's so. not a sigh. We that, used to, but we're, we, we got used really to. good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's not a sigh she's doing. That's actually an audible eye roll. <laughs> like you can hear her eyes rolling in the back of her head when you tell her that. Yeah. On Fridays, all she wants me to do is pick up food and bring it home. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's what it is. I get it. Who wouldn't want that? It's movie night. That's right. You guys do movie night. What's on the What's on the movie night? Black Adam. We haven't watched that yet, actually. Streaming on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like no, we want to watch. I we haven't like the seen Rock. the new... I'll watch anything The Rock's in. Wakanda Forever. We haven't watched that. Oh, but nice. it's not out yet Is on the streaming? streaming. Not yet. Yeah. It will be on Disney+. Plus. Nice. Um, yeah, that's all our house is. When the kids are awake, our house is... The only thing that's on is Disney+. Plus. Yeah. yeah. Moana is the is the leader right now. It's, Oof. That's a great movie. I got out of that I love that movie. It's such a good movie. I had never seen it before. Yeah. And then now, I, now I've seen it 7,000 times. Oh, yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. a great movie. We used to, when it yeah. first came out, my friends and I used to watch it, like, probably, like, every other week. Like, you want to watch Moana in a little bit? You want to watch Moana? Like, we're adults. Everything so. about it. Like, I mean, the crab song. A the plus. crab song's the best. You're welcome. A plus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just a great, it's a banger after banger. It's a great, great movie. Yeah, RJ's that's his movie of choice at the moment. Sweet. No so more been, no more Bruno. No, we we we, we had a, I think we're past our Bruno phase. Occasionally he requests it, but now <laughs> the most requested is Moana. Tamatoa. Tamatoa hasn't always been this drab. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sad little crab once. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely do the whole song by memory. That's awesome. <laughs> word for word. That's so good. That's a good song. Yeah, that's a, a good song. movie. It's a great movie. I, I think I cried at the end of it, the first, like... Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of a tearjerker at the end. I watched it. For sure. Yeah, I cry a lot at movies, and definitely Moana got choked up. Yes. Yeah. can see it. We've been, we've been able to watch a little bit more of what we want to watch lately, which is good. So, we finished the first season of White Lotus, which was pretty good. Haven't watched it yet, but everyone Everyone's, loves it. Yeah, everyone says yeah. it's awesome. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's weird at times, but it's like weird good. You nice. know, it's kind of uh, they make it like a little trippy at times, and then like a lot of just it's like all drama. Like yeah, people's you know lives are just in turmoil, or they think it's in turmoil, and it's all takes place at one resort in Hawaii. So it's interesting. We we've been our show when the kids go to bed lately has been Last Chance You, the basketball one. I think that I've new, seen that. There's a new season came out of the basketball. One. I think I saw the first one. Of yeah, that. yeah. So yeah. there's a new season that came out. That's, that's interesting. It's a good Have show. you heard of that show? Mm-mm. It's like um, that. it's like a junior college. Yeah. So Jayco. it's like these kids who a lot of them have flamed out of Division One. Mm-hmm. So they go to junior college and basically have to. It's like their last last yeah. chance before they. You know, yeah. 
to get back into college in Division One. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Yeah, they're kind of sad stories. I mean, you you have these guys who were like high school like stars, and then they went to a good co- good Division One school, and they either screwed up and had to leave, or something happened, you know, and then they're all like trying to get back to it, trying to get back to a Division One school, gotcha. basically. And the coaches at East Los Angeles College, which is the college that they profile, is hilarious. Oh yeah, an intense dude. Yeah. So. It's a good show. So what 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 do we think? Twenty twenty three, Danny. What, what's on the what's on the docket? What do you think is going to be moving and shaking in the healthcare world in twenty twenty three? Both locally here in Jacksonville and then sort of big picture oncology wise. Do you think there's any? Um, is the magic bullet going to be discovered? The magic bullet, uh, probably not this year. <laughs> but twenty twenty four. I hate obviously. to be pessimistic, obviously. but. Um, but I think we're going to have a lot more information on different types of immunotherapy probably coming out where, you know, we're seeing different combinations. We're having, for example, I investigated a, um, and I'll plug this even though it's not our center, but there's I a... I believe you meant plug it? <laughs> plug it. There's a CAR T-cell trial at Mayo okay. for triple negative breast cancer, cool. which is pretty hot right now in terms of... <laughs> Not a lot of people know about it, but CAR T-cell therapy is used uh, for different leukemias, lymphomas. Um, it's basically engineering your own uh, immune cells to attack your cancer. Um, so it's trying to get at the cancer a much different way than what's yeah. typical for breast cancer. Can you explain to the listeners, not me, because I totally know everything about CAR T-cell therapy, yeah. but so they take your own immune cells, right, yeah. and re-engineer them in a lab? They re-engineer them, right? So you you get hooked up to a machine that filters out um, your lymphocytes, and then um, they use special technology to insert a gene that expresses a protein that can bind to the cancer cells. And then you infuse those immune cells uh, back into your body. Yeah, Yeah, so it's basically the the way I always think about it is it's like you have a police car that's trying to find – the criminal, mm-hmm. criminal in this case, the cancer, mm-hmm. but I can't find it. So what you're doing is you're retrofitting those police cars to have a special radar Correct. that finds the cancer. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's... And it's using your body's own police cars, so you don't have to worry about... Right. Generally... Police cars from the other side of town coming over and messing with it. It's <laughs> a good analogy. Exactly. Don't yeah. eye me, Brenna. I'm not. I, I was serious. Uh, yeah. I was being genuine. Now, generally, this is done Boston genuine, in, which you is know, like the downside of the therapy... <laughs> Is that you have to do it in the hospital setting. You have to gotcha. infuse the patient with the, these immune cells in a hospital setting. How long does it take? Like, um, what's the, to- like the logistics of to like, process it? Yeah, how does it start from like the patient yeah, comes in, so, they have it extracted? So from the time they freeze uh, the white cells, um, it, it varies. Like the lymphoma products that are available, they'll report that from the time a phoresis gets sent out to the uh, company to engineer about two weeks. Okay. Um, this particular trial, the primary investigator told me it's taking a month to do it. Wow. Um, so you definitely need some time. You can't have a, a patient that's extremely sick because they might not have a month right. to wait. So do they stay on their other therapies? Well, yeah, they can be bridged with other therapies. Yeah. And then, so they mm-hmm. get admitted to the hospital once everything's right. ready. Right. And they get the infusion. And they're and usually admitted they in, for a couple weeks. They're in the hospital for well, a couple weeks. Well, you know, I think there's some... 
the infusion itself, and I'm trying to think back to my fellowship days when we had one of the lymphoma trials going on, but um, you would admit you have to get a round of um, two different chemotherapies before the infusion of those cells, and it kind of wipes out the rest of your immune cells so that those cells um, can kind of flourish. It's almost like it's not as intense as a transplant regimen, no, but, but not some as, sort of regimen. That... But they call it kind of a lymphocyte-reducing chemo because you're infusing lymphocytes sure. you want to get rid of some of those lymphocytes which are in your body so then to, to make room for those you watch them for that long just because you're worried about rejection or acute reaction or not rejection but i guess yeah you can acute. you're doing it so that you don't reject the the lymphocytes right. which are being infused and right. what um just my ignorance what's like the rates of like severe complications complications from these yeah the um they give you enough in terms of the um the cell count is high enough that nowadays they know kind of what number to pick so that you're going to have the best chance at a response so that was kind of found in in a majority of the early trials um but the most common reactions that you can have um, are cytokine release syndrome, mm -hmm. uh, where your body's kind of releasing all these, uh, different substrates and, and substances that can cause you to feel ill, get fever, uh, worst case scenario, you go into a coma, uh, because your, your body's basically, uh, overstimulated by, by the immune system. And then the other most common, uh, reaction that's a, a severe reaction would be you actually get neurologic effects from the lymphocytes. Oh, so you can get encephalopathic, which means confusion and different levels of confusion um, like based auto, on that lymphocyte infusion. Like an autoimmune reaction? Or well, it... they think that there's probably an accumulation of lymphocytes in the brain. Um, those those CAR T cells that go in and um, and and maybe your your other parts of your immune system is reacting to it as well. And it causes a transient... Uh, state of um, either confusion or worst case scenario, you could be in a legit coma and not wake up for a little while. And the rates of two. like some of these severe side effects, are we talking like 10%, 5%, 1%? W it's like gotten better because you, you got to recognize the severe reactions when they happen. So if it's severe and it's all graded from like one to four, if you have a higher grade reaction, which means a severe reaction, um, you're either going to get high dose steroids okay. to lower the immune response, or you're going to get a special drug, which will calm down your immune system to hopefully lessen the severity of that reaction. What, what, do you know like the approximate the, rates of those? Is I it think like... it, it varies depending on the product. Um, I think the severe reactions are somewhere in the 20% range. So pretty common. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is there any data to know, like, if you have a, does your degree of reaction influence your degree of response? You know, like, does it mean no, that I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so, yeah. no. Not to my knowledge. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, so I, you know, sorry. To, there to are many therapies kind of like this where either you're having your own lymphocytes engineered to fight the cancer or... Uh, some kind of drug companies doing manipulation to um, a, a, an existing drug to get your own about your own immune system to help fight the cancer, um, and they they can kind of, for example, take a drug that targets a protein on the cancer cells and link it to something that activates your immune cells 
and and thus you not only have the effect of it binding to the cancer and trying to fight it that way by recruiting your immune system, but it has a linker to actually a activate your immune system at the same time. So I think a lot of those trials that are ongoing, and it might be this year, might be in the next few years, are going to report data, not only for blood cancers, which I think a lot of these therapies have reported first in blood cancers like leukemia, lymphomas, non-Hodgkin lymphoma, uh, but we'll see more of those trials coming out for like breast cancer, lung cancer, solid tumors. Um, so that's, I mean, that's of interest. I think we're going to have some trials of drugs like that that can be given safely in the outpatient setting. Um, our research department, we plug it a lot, but it's uh, plug it. a nice <laughs> a nice addition to CSNF. And, and we're always looking for those really new uh, trials with good technology that can help our patients. So um, how about you? What about on the radiation front? Yes, I think, you know, there's not a crazy amount happening on the external beam traditional radiation front. You know, I think a lot of the studies now are looking at, um, you know, combinations with immunotherapy, how to time it, how to give it, sort of like we have Pacific 4 open here at CSNF where, you know, it's you give radiation, targeted or high-dose radiation for early-stage lung cancer followed by immunotherapy, you know, those, those type of combinations. Um, you know, I think there's some, uh, you know, I don't know if we'll be able to participate yet on it, but kind of early phase one, phase two data looking at eliminating surgery in early-stage breast cancer. So mm -hmm. a patient mm -hmm. actually would get SBRT to the, the breast tumor um, oh, and, and forego surgery in, you know, older patients or, you know, patients where, mm -hmm. you know, that you can possibly avoid a surgery in. So those are kind of cool things that, you know, could be coming out in the next, you know, three to five years um, with, with that. Um, you know, I think a lot of the newer stuff, you know, similar to what you're mentioning with the CAR-T therapy is kind of the radiopharmaceutical mm -hmm. space is kind of expanding at like an exponential rate. So obviously we talked a lot this past year about PSMA and Pluvicto and the drug. You know, now we're, we're going to be opening, you know, probably, well, I should say probably opening trials in that space in different lines of therapy. Mm -hmm. So we have the one open for new diagnosis, but probably at some point this year going to open ones at other different time points yeah. in the disease course, um, including maybe even before they're, you know, before they even get any other type of systemic therapy. So people who fail local therapy and then have like an oligo recurrence kind of thing. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. And then there's radio pharmaceuticals coming down the pipe in breast cancer, um, you know, pancreas cancer, you know, other types of cancer, solid tumors as well. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see when those, you know, become, mm -hmm. you know, available. But our hope is that we can be part of the phase two, three level studies for that and hopefully get it to, you know, patients in our clinic. Right. At a, you know, as soon as these drugs are, you know, available to, to be used. That SBRT kind of study you talked about with omitting surgery in certain patients with breast cancer, do you do you worry about skin toxicity with that kind of It just treatment? depends. I mean, like anything else with radiation, it's location. Yeah. So if the tumor is not near the skin, you're not going to really have not gonna any worry about it. Yeah. Skins, you're not going to have any skin side effects. Uh, superficial tumors, yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, usually depending on the dose, fractionation, you know, right. usually it's something that is not a permanent skin issue. It's mm. more just kind of that acute right. inflammation and irritation. And again, because the... It's all about volume too, right? When we treat chest wall and comprehensive nodes, it's a very big volume yeah. of treatment versus if you're treating just this, you know, little tiny tumor on, on the scan. 
I saw a recent article pop up on my feed about uh, like a film that women are uh, placing over their breasts to protect against skin toxicity. Yeah, it's like Mepitel or similar. Mm -hmm. That's one of the brand names. Right. Basically just a a film, it's basically a barrier product. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's one of those where the trial's positive to show there's a benefit at reducing skin Mm -hmm. toxicity. You know, it's not a huge benefit, but it's a a benefit. The problem is it's not – a lot of women don't like it because – that film like is permanent essentially during treatment. It like stays uh, on. I see. And so okay. some women find that it's like kind of hinders their ability to do yeah. what they normally would do. We definitely bring it up. Um, but you know, at least it's not something I'm routinely prescribing unless there's a patient right. where I'm, you know, like let's say an inflammatory breast cancer or something where we know we're purposely going to be giving a lot of skin dose. You know, and then I think maybe those patients you consider it more strongly, but um, but yeah, that's kind of my take on that. Is it's, it. it's it's practically sort of like the way I think of it is like you know novo TTF and glioblastoma. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. not nearly as crazy as that in terms right. of, but it's like you worry about compliance and in dealing with that. Right. It's just not a. It's just. And doesn't interfere with the the radiation dose whatsoever. Yeah. No, I mean we yeah. we take it into account when we plan, but Got with it. the appropriate. Planning on the back end, you basically take that into account. I see. Yeah. So. Very good. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Rick and Danny Show. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in in 2023. And um, again, if questions, you know, topics you want to hear us discuss, please don't hesitate to get get at us on social media. Um, either reply to any of the posts or whatnot, or email us at the Rick and Danny Show Rick. or Rick and Danny Show at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. All one word. Yes, all one word. There you go. Very clear. Thank you.